What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Ethos Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Adam Sherman, and Joel MVP'd Embiid is back, baby. Joel Embiid has looked absolutely dominant, had the game of his life so far against the Utah Jazz, and before we get there, just wanted to quick take a minute, recap what has happened since we have last left off. And about a couple hours after I posted the last episode, James Harden, uh, the news came out he would miss a month with his foot injury. Very, very disappointing. Uh, brutal blow for the Sixers. But the season moves on. Can't think about it too much. It's still very early in the year. Can't let it get us down too much. So uh, just moving on. Uh, since that point, the Sixers have now won three games and lost two. They are 7-7, seven and seven, 50%. But they are absolutely trending up right now, uh, coming off back-to-back wins at home against the Hawks and the Jazz. Um, they lost a tough game at home a while. This was, you know, a couple weeks ago to the New York Knicks uh, without Harden and Embiid. Uh, then Embiid comes back against the Phoenix Suns. They post a very impressive win at home. Joel Embiid with 33 points and 10 boards in his return in that one. And George Niang made quite the impact. Seven threes, 21 points, absolutely amazing game from Bang Bang George Niang, and that was a very fun one to watch. Tobias Harris contributing 21, 8, and 6 as well, and at this point, Sixers fans were very concerned, myself included, after blowing a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter to the Knicks. Uh, People were calling for Doc Rivers' head. I mean, look, Doc Rivers has been definitely through his ups and downs in his time in Philly. Uh, That Knicks game was definitely one of the downs so far this year. But he comes back and gets a very much-needed win against a very impressive Phoenix Suns team, of course, led by Joel Embiid. Um, I think they did a very good job defensively in this one. Devin Booker with 28 points. Uh, No one else really did that much damage. Uh, Chris Paul did get injured and missed the remainder of the game. But nonetheless... Just an all-around very, very good performance from the Sixers team. A really nice bounce-back win. Um, you know, those three guys, as I mentioned, Niang, uh, Embiid, and Harris, really carrying the bulk of the work. Maxi was a little bit quiet in this one. Only 11 points, 5 boards, 6 assists, shooting uh, 4 for 18. So even with the rough night from Maxi, Sixers still able to pull this one out. Uh, only scored 100 points, but letting up 88 points against the Phoenix Suns, that's a very good day. Um, After this, they traveled to Atlanta. Uh, That was a really tough L. I wasn't able to watch all of this game. I was working, unfortunately. But I was able to track the game, watch as much as I could. And what I did see was some sloppy defense. Um, It looked like, you know, I don't want to say a lack of effort, but definitely could have kicked it up a notch a little bit. You know, it is on the road. Um, Some bad shooting performances from a couple guys. Tobias shooting 5 for 15, not great. Maxi 5 for 17. George Niang just 1 for 7 from 3 and 2 for 8 from the field. Uh, So, you know, overall, definitely things there could have been uh, improved on. Sixers only scored 95 in this one. Uh, No one for the Hawks, you know, with an absolutely ridiculous game. Capella did grab 20 boards. Uh, to Joel Embiid's 13. So just a lot of missed shots going up in this one. Hawks got the better of the Sixers. And, you know, as you all know, uh, the Hawks and the Sixers have a very bad history, especially in my mind. But um, we're going to move on from this game because the Sixers took on the Hawks again at home. And they absolutely dominated this one. I was in the crowd for this game. And I think this was our first glimpse at Joel MVP Embiid back uh, in his full strength. 42 points, 10 
uh, board, six assists, just an all-around fantastic game from Joel. He started the game really strong, he closed the game out strong, and Doc Rivers with another really nice coaching performance in this one, honestly. I think he learned from his mistakes in that Knicks game. Uh, you know, he tried out that uh, fourth quarter lead where he put in the bench squad at the start of the fourth, hoping the starters could close the game out. But in this one, he left the starters out there at the start of the fourth quarter to close this one out. So there was really no questions. Uh, got a tiny bit close towards the end of the game. A couple times there was a little bit of worry, but the Sixers were able to put this one away. On top of Joel's 42, 10, and 6, Tyrese Maxey also with a very nice game, 26 points and 9 assists, uh, hitting 3 for 5 from 3, 10 for 18 from the field. And honestly, it's pretty rare to see Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid both playing this well next to each other. You know, they're both terrific players, but it usually seems like when one of them has their on night, the other one's a little bit off. So really nice to see those two guys clicking. Uh, off the bench, Shake Milton had a really nice game. Furkan Korkmaz looked very impressive early. Unfortunately, he went out with a knee injury. But, I mean, you always like seeing some nice Furkan minutes. Uh, you know, Furkan Korkmaz is a very much a fringe rotational piece on any NBA team, yet alone a contender. But, hey, Furkan put out a great effort in that game. His takes to the basket, his reverse layups, he looked very strong. He looks like he might have improved a little bit, at least, you know, like, been in the weight room or something. Because those takes were phenomenal from Furkan Korkmaz. The crowd was getting into it. So, honestly, I'm really hoping that at some point this season, you know, I hope it's not from an injury. I hope it's not uh, some negative circumstances. But it'd be really nice to see Furkan Korkmaz uh, take a leap and maybe get some playing time. But, you know, that's just because he's been on the team for a while. Realistically, you're not going to see much Furk minutes. But it was a nice game from Furk and fun to see for a Sixers fan. And now what we've all been waiting for, the Sixers beat the Utah Jazz 105-98. to uh, notable scorers, Tyrese Maxey had 18 points, um, you know, Tobias had eight, not a great game, and Joel Embiid had 59 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, and seven blocked shots. One of the best games in Sixers history, by far the best game I have ever watched from a Sixer. Joel Embiid is officially back just 14 games into the season. Seems like it's earlier than uh, last year when he started to dominate and this was a game I'm never going to forget. I have never seen one player take over a game in the fashion that Joel Embiid took over this game. From, you know, from the jump, he hit one turnaround jump shot on Kelly Olynyk. I texted my friend. I'm like, this might be a 50-point game from Joel. Just like looking at how they're guarding him, you know, uh, Walker Kessler, Kelly Olynyk, like they're not, they're not going to guard Joel Embiid. And he showed them why. Uh, you know, he's all over, all over the court. You know, he's inside hitting fadeaways, getting some dunks, some in, inside finishes. He shot 20 for 24 from the line. So definitely making him work down there. And Joel Embiid kept this up for the entirety of the game. He played 36 minutes in that fourth quarter, though. This is the story. Joel Embiid scored all but one of the team's points in the fourth quarter. He had 26 in the fourth to go along with five blocks. And when I tell you I can feel the energy in Wells Fargo Center from my room throughout this game, I am not exaggerating. Joel Embiid ignited the city of Philadelphia. He has gotten Sixers fans excited for the season once again. Look, the Sixers are a good team, obviously. When James Harden is healthy, when Joel Embiid is healthy, Tyrese Maxey playing like he is, the Sixers are a phenomenal team. They are a contender. They have not played like it so far this season. They're 500. Of course, they've had injuries. You know, all this all this negative energy has surrounded the team, I would say, so far this year. Joel Embiid comes into the Wells Fargo Center against the Utah Jazz and just shuts all of it down. 
in one single game. Just unbelievable. Like, there's not many words that you can say to describe this performance from Joel Embiid. From top to bottom, almost just playing perfect. He had a couple of bad turnovers, especially at the end of that uh, first half. Whatever. There's I can't sit here and critique anything Joel Embiid did in this game. And his post-game interview may have been even better. They were asking him, you know, how does it feel to have to lead this team now that Harden's out? I think he handled the question perfectly. He said, I love Harden, of course, great. You know, he's going to have the ball in his hands. We want him to, but I love it. He said he loves to lead this team. He did it last season, of course. He was fired up, and he had the city fired up. He had Tyrese Maxey fired up in his post-game interview. They were cracking jokes. The energy was high. And the Sixers have their swagger back thanks to their MVP, their best player. And look, I know I'm sure on the last couple of shows I've said the Sixers were playing better without Joel Embiid. Am I going back on that? No, they were playing better without Joel Embiid. Were. Of course that was not going to last for the entire season. Of course, we all know that Joel Embiid is this team. He is the heart and soul. Of course, you know, you're going to need Harden, you're going to need Max, you're going to need Tobias, you're going to need all these guys to step up in the course of the season. But the Sixers go as far as Joel Embiid takes them. Joel knows it, his teammates know it, Doc knows it, the organization knows it. And when Joel Embiid starts out the season, you know, like he usually does, lackluster defense, kind of slacking a little bit, jogging back on defense, the team's going to get a little bit down. And you know what? It's a rough start to the year, but if he can fix that just 12 games into the season, and he's going to continue to play like this for the rest of the year, zero complaints. I mean, not even, you know, you can look at the stats. Of course you're going to look at the stats. 59, 11, 8, and 7. It's one of the best games in the history of basketball. It, there's, you know, there's like advanced metrics. Like uh, his game impact was in the, in the top 10 for any player, whatever. You know, we're using these Jokic advanced stats now for Embiid, whatever. Embiid... Just if you watch the game, you don't have to see any of the stats to know how much Joel Embiid dominated. He looked so much better than any other player on the court, and it was not even close. And, you know, of course, Joel Embiid should be playing better than Laurie Markkinen and Colin Sexton and even Tyrese Maxey. But that level of dominance I have not seen from a player in a game in a very, very long time. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not going to happen every game it's not going to happen often it might not even happen again ever in his career but being able to experience that was one of my favorite moments as a Sixers fan ever and all right this is the end of my rant on this game because you know there's only so much you can say about it you you can't say enough so let's try our best and move on we'll look ahead a little bit here Sixers uh schedule coming up very interesting. They get a nice long break up until Friday where they will take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Then they'll play the Timberwolves. And then Ben Simmons comes home to Wells Fargo Center. That game is going to be electric. I'm so happy I will be in the crowd for that one. And that Joel Embiid game got me fired up. And I know you Sixers fans will love this stat. Joel Embiid, uh, his 59 points in that game is more than Ben Simmons has scored all year. Uh, ben Simmons has scored 47 points this year. Joel Embiid 59 last night. Just an amazing stat, because why not? Make, makes makes you happy. Uh, you know, of course, in that Brooklyn game, we're probably going to see no Kyrie Irving. Uh, don't want to get into all that. But regardless, Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, James Harden will not be playing either, of course. So, you know, that's just going to be a phenomenal game. The city of Philadelphia is going to be electric. 
And a really tough schedule coming up for the Sixers. I know that game's going to be fun, but those three games are definitely a test. You know, the Timberwolves and the Nets both not playing as well as they should be, but they're very, very talented opponents, and they are no games to take lightly. After that, Sixers got the Hornets, the Magic twice, and uh, then they got the Hawks again. So, you know, looking, it looks like the Sixers could definitely win almost all these games. You know, the Bucks is a very tough game. They did take them on in uh, opening night. Uh, or their home opener, excuse me, lost a tough, really close game. Um, Middleton has been hurt. Giannis has been a little banged up. So that game's going to be very interesting. I mean, Joel playing like this against Giannis is definitely going to be a must-see TV. I'm very much looking forward to that one. And Joel Embiid has really just got me in the mood for this season, man. I was struggling to really get into this year with with this team. Of course, I was going to watch every game, and I'm going to follow this team no matter what, through thick and thin. Look, they could have started 0-14, and I would still watch the next game. But, you know, it helps when Joel Embiid's scoring 59 points and igniting the city like this. I, you know, I'm I'm just fully on board. I got my, I bought my George Niang jersey the other day. I bought a Tyrese Maxey shirt. I got my Joel Embiid hoodie. I got all my merch just lined up, ready for the Sixers season. The vibes are high in Philadelphia. Look, James Harden is out. Okay. Joel Embiid has, this is his chance for his MVP. Look, Giannis is great. Luka is unbelievable. Jokic is still good. This is Embiid's time to shine. Finishing second two years in a row is impressive. He needs his first place, and this is the year to do it. I don't care who's on the court with him. Joel Embiid, I believe, is the most dominant player in basketball right now. Look, you have Giannis, of course. You know, When it comes to the playoffs, we can debate another story. But Joel Embiid led the league in scoring last year. Would not be surprised if he does it again this season. And one more talking point that I want to bring up very quickly is the story of Tyrese Maxey. Look, I've been preaching it since the start of last season. Tyrese Maxey, incredible player. Love him. There's nothing not to like. But we're past the point of fan favorite. We're past the point of exceeding expectations. We are talking about a potential all-star in Tyrese Maxey. It's true. Like, I don't think there's much debate that Tyrese Maxey would be in the conversation. Averaging just about 23 points a game to go along with four assists and three boards. Uh, also with the Steela game, if you just watch the Sixers play, especially when Joel Embiid is out, the way that Tyrese Maxey takes over basketball games is something special. And do I think he's going to make the all-star team this year? Probably not. You know, there's a lot of very talented players in the NBA in the Eastern Conference. I wouldn't be, you know, I'd be very surprised if Tyrese Maxey ends up making it out, especially with uh, James Harden, who's going to be returning back from injury before all-star break. But Tyrese Maxey is playing at an all-star level. And that in itself is absolutely unbelievable. Um, the Sixers, you know, their whole front office just needs a huge pat on the back for everything they've done with him, from drafting him to the development to Sam Cassell, just absolutely make, helping him blossom into what he is. Tyrese Maxey has been the most fun player to watch progress as a Sixers fan. And look, you're going to say Joel Embiid. Of course, Joel Embiid. But Joel Embiid had this expectation and, you know, it was so stressful for so many years watching these injuries. It was a mix of unbelievable watching him develop like this and frustrating. Of course, Ben Simmons' uh, development was fun for a little bit. <clears throat> uh, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> but Tyrese Maxey just coming out of absolutely nowhere, having to fill in this role for Ben Simmons at the start of last year to now doing everything and more that you could have hoped from him. And, you know, doing it with a smile on his face, the city behind his back. Everyone loves this man. He loves the city. He loves his team. I love Tyrese Maxey, and I'm sure I speak for every Sixers fan. I cannot, I might speak for every NBA fan, honestly, unless Tyrese Maxey has just destroyed your team. Like maybe the Toronto Raptors fans might not love Tyrese Maxey, but 
one of the most likable players I've ever watched. I mean, this team, you know, when they're on with Tyrese Maxey on, with Embiid on, even with guys like George Niang, George Niang gets fired up, man. This team, Paul Reed, Paul Reed gets excited. Paul Reed gets active. He gets his hands on the ball. This team turns up. De'Anthony Melton, uh, Danwell House, P.J. Tucker, and the Sixers finally have some dogs. They have a team identity now. They have dogs on their team. Paul Reed is an absolute dog. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Montrez, whoever, whichever one of them is playing, you got a dog on the court at all times. You got an absolute beast who's going to put in 110% effort. That much you know from your center, your backup center. How talented they are, that's another story, but you know the effort is there. Matisse Thibel, uh, you know, rough start to the year, but five steals in that uh, win against the Jazz. Matisse looks like he might be back to his normal form. You know you're getting Tyrese Maxey hustling. You know you're getting P.J. Tucker hustling. Sorry to repeat names here, but just going through here. You know you got DeAnthony Melton hustling. You know pretty much every member of this team looks like they're really in it. And, you know, the one member of this team that was struggling with that was Joel Embiid. And we have seen in these last couple of games, Joel Embiid is joining that bus. The energy bus in Philadelphia is back. It is beautiful to see. The Sixers with high energy is a very, very scary team for the Eastern Conference and for the entire NBA. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I would really like to see this energy keep up. For now, I'm going to leave it. Um, I'm hoping the next time I come back here, I can get even more fired up about how how hard this team is playing, how how you know how much potential we got, how Joel Embiid is the MVP. But I'm just going to leave it right here for now. So thank you guys, as always, for listening, and make sure you keep trusting that process.